We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 103, Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been around the video game industry for a very long time, a long time as in 15 years. I'm also the mom. <laughs> I know. I'm also the mom of a five-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom, Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy, is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game, and is the mom of a three-year-old. Hi, Regina. A very, very tired three-year-old today. <laughs> oh, well, well, that means she sleeps. Hey, yes. you know what? That's, that's a good thing. Um, and then, as always, joined by our resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. I'm the father of three for now. We will see how this summer vacation works. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you might go down to two. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. We may we may be we may be selling them to um strangers in other countries if necessary if they if they keep up their behavior from today. Oh no. <laughs> Isn't this just day wow. 1 for you guys? This is the official day yeah. 1 of uh summer vacation all because my home. wife is all the kids are home and my wife is home because uh she's she's a administrative assistant at a high school. Right. And so they, all the kids get out, and then she has to work for one more week. So she is officially home. Um, the last two days, they have had a babysitter, uh, mm. one of my sister's friends, and they were amazing <laughs> for her. Um, I'd shout out to her, but A, she doesn't listen, and B, I, I truthfully don't know her name. Um, <laughs> and um, so, but they were amazing for her. Like, every day, mm. she was like, oh, man, they were so good. I even bought them ice cream, and you don't even have to pay me back. And we're like weird but okay like why were they good for you like we were terrified and she's been taking them to swim lessons and stuff like taking wow. them out of the house um we're not just like feeding them a a, a a tablet and letting them watch minecraft let's plays we're like she's doing stuff with them and they were yeah. amazing today uh within 15 minutes my wife texted me to be like what what is wrong with them <laughs> 15 minutes wow what are you wow. gonna do right yeah. Kids are kids. We love them, but they yes. are infuriating. Yes, at times. And, yes. And for sake of information, no, I am not actually going to sell my children. Just for full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, just in case anybody, anybody started to pick up the phone to dial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you were gonna, yeah. if you were gonna dial child and family services in Connecticut, please yeah. don't, because <laughs> I'm not actually going to sell my children. Right. Yes. Well, my daughter um, started preschool this week, so. Oh. Nice, nice. Yeah. How's that going so far? Uh, it was a little rocky on Monday, mm -hmm. um, but it seems to have been got getting better a little bit. For better, you or better. for her? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was rocky for me in the morning, like the drop off, and it's like the first yeah. time I've taken her first day of school. Blah blah blah. I came home and cried, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what you're supposed to do. Uh, for her, it was, um, I think she enjoyed it, but I think there were things that were hard that she wasn't really anticipating being hard. Um, and so she came home and she fell asleep in the car. It's only six minutes from my house. Wow. So in six minute drive home, she fell asleep in the car. And um, so that like gives an indication of exactly how tired she was. And then when she woke up, she was crying about like 
not being strong enough to do something she was trying to do when she was at the school. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. You'll get stronger, you know? (laughs) So, but since then, it's gotten a little easier and a little easier. So hopefully it'll stay similar to that. (laughs) Yeah. Last week we had um, a pre-K graduation for Anna. I mean, she stays, it's a school slash daycare. So she's staying there all summer until she starts kindergarten. But they still right. have a nice little, um, nice little graduation. One of her friends, unfortunately, is not there anymore because her mom is a teacher. So, oh. you know, she doesn't need to be there anymore, which is, you know, kind of sad. And actually, none of the friends that Anna has at that school are going to be in school with her um, next year. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Um, but Anna has made... Um, imaginary friends based on a certain video game because apparently uh prompto was sitting with us at dinner last night as she uh, should be because his dlc (laughs) dropped today (laughs) yesterday it was yesterday yesterday my bad was his uh was he wearing his parka i don't know um but the funny thing is is that isaac was convinced that that dlc was supposed to drop on monday and so he, like, told her, like, oh, you're going to come home. We're going to be able to play the thing. And it didn't come out. And I was like, well, don't things come out on, you know, Tuesdays, Tuesdays. anyhow? And he's like, he's like, no, this was supposed to come out on June 20th. What was it? 7th. June 27th. I'm like, that's Tuesday. <laughs> he was completely confused. So, anyhow. Uh, but, yeah, they were, uh, they were playing that last night, uh, you know, driving around on a snowmobile. Uh, and, uh, the funny thing last night too, when, when my husband got home, uh, Anna was downstairs watching TV cause I was cooking dinner. And so he called down to her and it wasn't like, Oh, Hey, daddy's home or hi daddy. It was, does knocked want to see me? <laughs> really? You guys have, yeah. You guys have the weirdest little family. Um, even do. my children don't pretend to know the final fantasy characters yeah. and he didn't even like final fantasy. Right. Yeah, I know. No, they're all her brothers now, too. They're not just friends. They're her brothers. Wow. Yeah. That's so. prodigious of you. <laughs> you had four strapping young men. Good job. Exactly. Um, and, and they're finding out exactly all the weird crap you had to do to have Prompto. That's what this whole uh, episode is about. So. Oh, okay. And yeah, guns. Lots and gun- of guns. Yeah, I know. I remember I was almost going to say something to Isaac because I remember we talked about this on the podcast and they had the little video um, trailer for it that seemed very, very dark. Um, so, so yeah, I, um, it's up to Isaac to do the explaining, hopefully. Um, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> uh, kills probably a baby not. Seal, if he kills a baby seal with a rocket launcher. <sighs> He doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Was yeah, it... and I was going to say, it probably won't be up to Isaac to explain it, because they'll play it, and then she'll ask me the uh, next day <laughs> what something meant. So, I'm sorry, you are so getting the short end of the stick on that one. <laughs> I know. I know. He gets to yeah. play, and you have to explain? Oh, man. Yeah. Lots of times, though, I mean, I... I I get the short on the stick on sometimes, but sometimes she'll ask me like these really complicated science questions, and I'm like, I don't know. Your dad would know better than me asking that. <laughs> so, but at least those are like you know educational <laughs> type things, not like right why some monster in Final Fantasy had a purple tail or something like that. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, let's jump into some The answer to that, here. by the way, is because it's, Japan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then I would have to explain that. And, right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That leads you down no, a whole nother road. You no, you'll understand someday <laughs> because Japan. That's my answer to most of my stuff with my son. He's a, He's been asking me very detailed questions about professional wrestling recently. Oh, and yeah. he's like, why does this person have a different character now than they did before because this is odd and i'm like because sometimes they repackage gimmicks and he's like what's a gimmick and i'm like you'll find out when you're older <laughs> and that's just really no reason to hide that from him but i'm just getting him used to the you'll find out when you're older thing yeah <laughs> just yeah. getting him used to it it's working Practice. so far right yeah. uh all right so let's jump into some news some news that maybe is not news nintendo is going to be releasing a snes classic because we didn't it's see not, that coming at all, right? Um, <laughs> it's not called. It's not called a SNES Classic. It's a Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic. Read okay. their branding. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Nintendo. I'm going to refer to it the way everybody else I've ever met refers to it. Anyhow, um, so this is going to be coming in September, specifically September 29th. It's going to include 21 games, and it will be priced at $79.99. And well, one of those games is a never-before-released game, Star Fox yeah. 2. So. Which is, which is kind of rad. Looking at the pictures <laughs> of like the dev team having a launch party like on, on Twitter is the best, because their game finally got made, and they're all old <laughs> now. And they're like, yay, our yeah. game's finally out. Woo! Um, so, for sake of... Um, for sake of picking some of this apart, obviously this surprised no one. Right. Um, in fact, I've said it on this podcast before. My conspiracy theory is they are making this because they discontinued the NES Classic yeah. because they couldn't charge enough. Um, right. And lo and behold, they did a bunch of great things to charge more. Um, I, to, to the naysayers on the internet, there are 21 games on this as opposed to 30 because these games are better than those games. By like a bajillion times, these games right. are worth more <laughs> because for real guys, these games are better than the NES games. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, let's look back at that NES, like Star Tropics was great, but it's not Final Fantasy three, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what are you crazy? Like these yeah. are every single one of these games is someone's favorite game of all time and not just someone, yeah. a lot of yeah. people. You know, yeah, so, Isaac's Isaac's is on here. Zelda Link. Which to the one's past is Isaac's? Link All to right. the past. Yeah. Um, mine is not on here, but I mean, this is my childhood in this box. Yeah. Like the yeah. NES was a lot of that was before my time, but for those of my generation, this is our childhood, literally in a box. Um, yeah. Uh, if you're if you want to hear all about it, uh, there's a number of articles on EngageFamilyGaming.com, <laughs> one of which will be up. On Thursday, which is our definitive ranking, uh-huh. one through twenty-one of every game. Um, yeah. Do you do, do you want to pick a number? I'll tell you uh, which what game is in that rank. Thirteen. Are you supposed um, to know that? That would be Kirby's <laughs> Kirby's Superstar. No, I had to count. They're not labeled. Oh. Uh, Kirby oh, Superstar okay. is number thirteen. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. Give yourself an yeah. idea, folks. This is amazing. Just, yeah. <laughs> so some of the other games that are going to be on there, Earthbound, Super Mario World, 
Uh, as we mentioned, Star Fox 2, the original Star Fox is on there as well. Uh, what else? Um, Super Mario it? RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Oh, That's crazy. Because okay. that has um, not been around much on virtual console, probably for licensing issues because it was developed by Squaresoft. Uh-huh. Um, but... I mean, that's a big deal. Super Punch-Out, which yeah. is great. Super Metroid. Metroid, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Mega Man X, which is great. Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. Please. <laughs> and what's crazy about this, right, is um, there's a lot of two-player games, and uh-huh. this comes packaged with two controllers. Right, yeah. So yeah. you won't have to deal with the shenanigans of trying to buy a second controller. Um, because yeah. all the controllers you will ever need are right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret of Mana, folks, is also on there. A two-player mm-hmm. Secret of Mana is going to be so cool with my kids. I cannot wait. Because, yes, obviously cool. I'm buying one. Oh, I yeah. will yeah. fight the crowds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was your wife that actually filed the NES one, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, she and I have already spoken that she will find it. <laughs> After the first day, if necessary. The only reason she found it, she had a bout of insomnia and just went out to Target <laughs> at 6 in the morning. She wouldn't have done that if she could have slept. So right. while she is amazing, like, I mean, come on. Um, but this one, like, if I can't secure a pre-order somehow, um, I have to, it's on the day of, I have to get up at like 4 in the morning and go to GameStop and just hang out. The good news is yeah. it's in September, so I'll just bring a lawn chair and sit outside our local GameStop with a Switch. I'll make friends, because <laughs> you know I'm not going to be alone. You guys know I'm not going to be alone. Yeah. Uh, speaking of having to camp out and stuff, Nintendo says that they're going to be making significantly more units than they did of the Classic Edition. Who knows no, what that good. means? Significantly uh, poly- more. <laughs> Polygon asked them, uh, for, you know, a little clarification. And they said, we aren't providing specific numbers, but we will produce significantly more units of Snooper, Super NES Classic Edition than we did of NES Classic Edition. Thanks, Nintendo. That doesn't mean anything. More. More. <laughs> so. More. Um, what it means is, here's what it means. What it means is they are not going to, they are not committing to meet the demand. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I put an article on my own site, not to plug myself again, but um, I, fe- I think there is We're actually We're only 15 reason- minutes into the show. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I actually wrote some words. I'm going to take advantage of it. So it. Um, just wait until I start Twitch streaming. So oh the... Um, so You know, but then I can... You know what? That's You do Twitch stuff, that is going to be great because I can go in the chat and troll. Oh, yes. So much As fun. Long, only, only if you will be a moderator and also get rid of the... Um, the actual inappropriate, trolls. The inappropriate trolls. You can oh, pretend okay. troll me all you want as long as you get the people that accuse me of uh, uh, assaulting my children out of the chat. If you can handle that, you can call me stupid and bad at video games all you want. So um, I think there's reason to have hope on this one. Okay. Um, For three reasons. The first one is this is a different Nintendo. By nature, the fact that it is always a different company a year later, they learned. Mm. Yeah. I think that they will make the correct decision before they did not know. And I really don't think they expected. Mm. Because these are all games that most of the people, most of the people that bought this thing already owned all those games four times over. Right. I didn't realize it. Um, Number two, um, I think it is... It's starting earlier in the year, before mm. it started in November, right. and th- 
they're not going to do a big push after the holiday, you know? Yeah. But if this turns into, like, the big thing, there is still time to ramp up production in October mm. for shipments in November. So I think yeah. there is more time. And the third one is money. They are making more money on this machine by mm-hmm. nature of the fact that it's a higher price point. Right. And I bet you those those controllers are, like, a buck and a half to make. Yeah. And they put two of them in there. So this is a higher price point item that probably didn't cost them a lot to make. Yeah. Right? And so the margin is higher. Um, and so they have an opportunity to sell a couple million of these and have it actually matter. Whereas mm-hmm. before they probably were just making a toy that wasn't, you know, they were probably making a dollar on each one and they're like, oh, this isn't worth it. Right. But now maybe they're making enough to make it worth it. So I think there is reason to have hope. Um, they also know that they don't want to ruin the goodwill and the momentum they have. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people are okay true. with, people are okay with one device being impossible to find, RE, the Switch. Um, like there, two of them will just be too much and they, they have to know that that will hit them in the face. Yeah. Um, so that's why I have hope with that said, I would still, if you're, if you see pre-orders pre-ordered at three different places and still wake up that morning, <laughs> I trust. Oh, no one. Yeah. Okay. So well, uh, this is going to skip in my list of stories, what you're talking about Nintendo's. Um, yeah. Momentum. So the Game Critics uh, Awards, Best Games of E3, have been announced. Uh, These are put together by lots of gaming uh, companies. And Best of Show, Super Mario Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some Um, other ones here. Best Original Game, Mario Plus Rabbids. Best Console Game, Super Mario Odyssey. The Nintendo doesn't do VR yet, so we don't have to worry about that. (laughs) But the VR game was Lone Echo. Uh, best C- PC game, Destiny 2. Handheld game, Metroid. Samus Returns. Uh, they had a hardware one. That's kind of weird. Cause I, whatever. There was a, there were a fair number of pieces of hardware there. Oh, okay. Depending well, yeah. on what you... Because hardware also includes peripherals. And there oh, were a right. lot of... There were a lot of weird, like, VR headsets and... Chairs. Yeah. Controllers yeah. and chairs and stuff like that, right. so... Yes. Okay, well, then I guess it's it's a good thing that the Xbox One X was the best one, because that would be pretty sad. Um, <laughs> best action game, Wolfenstein 2. Best action slash adventure game, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, best role-playing game, Nino Kuni 2. Revenant Kingdom. Raisin Game, Forza Motorsport. No surprise there. Fighting game, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, sports game, FIFA 18. Very. To be yes. wait, wait, stop. To correct you, what? it's Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, Fighters. Because it's Dragon Because it's Dragon Ball, so they have to be stupid with the way they name things. Carry on. Right. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah, I misread that the Z was actually attached oh. to the fighter. Yeah. It's <laughs> fighter so stupid. Word. Why they why it's not Dragon Ball <laughs> Fighter Z, I don't know. Yeah. But it's really uh, confusing. Yeah. Strategy game, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Family game, Hidden Agenda. Did you guys play this Hidden Agenda game? No. Mm-mm. No? It was not playable on the show floor. Um, oh, Hidden okay. Agenda is... Um, it's complicated to explain. <laughs> okay. Gonna, For a family it's, game, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hidden Agenda is a... So, it's a... It's set in, it's weird because it's, it is a board game, video game hybrid. Okay. Where you, it's a crime thriller, right? So 
your your phone is the controller, so it's kind of like the Jackbox Party Pack. And the right. idea is you um you you basically are it's through like the PlayLink thing that uh, Sony has. So basically, you are this this team of detectives trying to solve a cold case, uh-huh. and um you, you, everybody's playing through trying to solve the murder but everybody has different objectives. And so occasionally the story will pause and be like, all right, everybody, let's make a decision as to what they do. And you have to negotiate, like the three of us would kind of negotiate what we would do, and then we would vote, and then things would happen. Now the key is we might negotiate, okay, okay, we're going to open the right door. But like I might secretly on my phone know that I want us to fail. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So we could all be like, all right, we got to do the right, and then I'm going to vote left. And I might totally screw us over. Oh, okay. Um, and so it plays like that. Um, so that is super fascinating. Whose child is that? That's mine. Is she okay? I, I'm I assumed it was yours, Stephen. That's how terrible <laughs> that is. No like, idea. Steven, Steven's kids are always yelling. So. I almost I almost paused to go out. I'm like, I don't... She's been screaming, Daddy, I'm done for like five minutes and... I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. She's on the toilet. <laughs> no, that's all right. She's he on got... the toilet. So, yeah, she um... was. I think he I think he finally got her. I think he was in the garage. Oh. All right. Should be all right. So um so that's what it is. Um, <laughs> sorry. It, no, it is no a so it's part of the play link thing, which is basically the the stuff that powers the Jackbox party pack. It lets you use your phone as a controller for certain things. Um I think it sounds fascinating. Hmm. Um I don't know about family because I don't know the content. It's a crime drama, so yeah, there's that. But um, the potential is huge to take that particular mechanic and just go because, I mean, Regina and I have probably played a dozen board games between the two of us that yeah. have similar crap to that. Yeah, the first thing yeah. I was thinking of was the resistance where you have yeah. someone who's you know actively trying to you know, Secret, mess up the team. Secret Hitler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's so, a coup. The coup. Yep. Yeah. The coup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I, it sounds cool. Yeah. But anyway, the rest fun. of the, there's only a few more categories. Yeah, so, so online multiplayer, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, no surprise Shocker. There. Best indie game, The Artful Escape of Francis Vendetti. Now I want to go here with this game. This game, I did not get a chance to play it. Okay. But this game looks absolutely sick. Okay. We, when this game comes out, we are going to be playing this like all okay. three of us are um, because it is exactly the kind of like, you know, short, simple, but cool, like hippie nonsense that Regina likes. <laughs> Thanks. I'm the hippie nonsense gamer now. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. Hippie nonsense doesn't mean bad. Hippie nonsense is just not, it's not Call of Duty World War II, right? Like this is right. like not yeah, that kind of heavy play. stuff. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. well anyway. Um so <laughs> I can't wait for Call of Duty World War II. Um but and it's Pixelkin's fault. That family gaming site got me got me wanting to play shooters. How weird is that? <laughs> so um this one you basically it's like a side scrolling game but there's like rhythm elements to it and it basically looks like if David Bowie did the art direction for like Little Big Planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just said it. And the sound design yeah. So it's like very musically oriented. You play as a kid. So watch the YouTube video. Everybody listening, um, don't wait. Wait until you park your car or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Pull up YouTube. 
Um, and watch the trailer for The Artful Escape of Francis Vendetti, V-E-N-D-E-T-T-I. Um, this game is trippy as all get out, and I cannot wait yes. to play it. I um, o- I would expect it to be trippy coming from a developer called Beethoven and Dinosaur. Sure. So Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, um, that's... Well, it's the- also... It's the Annapurna guys. Oh, okay. Okay. Annapurna, they're also doing Donut Valley, and they've got like five games. Donut Valley is like Katamari Damacy, only it's a hole in the ground. So you Uh, move a hole around and try and eat things, and as you eat things, the hole gets bigger. uh, Um, But these guys are just knocking out of the park, so this game looks great. The only indie game I want to play more right now is Cuphead. Hmm. And you had to bring up Katamari, and I'm going to have this stupid theme song stuck in my head for, like, the next week. Can I just oh be real with you? I have, I have never played Katamari Demacy. What? Oh, my I know, God. Right? Oh, my God, Steven. <laughs> well, before you make fun it's of me. It's so Japanese. I know. Like, love Japanese games. Yeah, I know, but I just, I miss out on it. Regina, have you played Katamari Demacy? No. So here's the thing, right? So, like, I get yelled at when I don't play stuff. Regina doesn't play it totally fine. Everything's fine. It's different, Stephen. It is different. All right, fine. Yes. The ex- know, are you saying well, the expectation? All, Regina, I'm, held to higher, I'm held to a different standard. You are. Well, Regina has said multiple <laughs> times that she's a PC gamer. So you're kind of console right, agnostic fine. like I am. So, yeah. you know. That's true. But, yeah, it's an awesome game. Uh, it's just... Stupid. It came out for PS2, right? <laughs> yeah. Like PS2 era. So this is. Yeah, so so the, here's PS2. the issue. It came out while I was playing WoW. There was oh, a period okay. of time okay. while I was playing World of Warcraft where I technically I can't really define myself as as a platform agnostic because oh, I was okay. definitely a WoW gamer. Right. I uh-huh. bought some PlayStation Two games. Like I bought a yeah. lot of them, but there were very few that pulled me away from World of Warcraft because I had an unhealthy relationship with that game. Yeah. Wasn't everybody? Um, I thought that was the definition <laughs> of that game. <laughs> eh, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember if this... People can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Katamari was the one where it uh, wasn't supposed to come out in the United States at all. It was supposed to just be a, a Japanese release. Uh, people imported it and said, oh my God, this is amazing. Got huge word of mouth. And so they decided to actually uh, release it in the United States. I'm pretty sure that that is the story. But if you haven't played Katamari, oh my God, go play Katamari. You are a little um, did, prince, quote unquote. Did they put it out on PS4 yet? Uh, I don't know. There's an Xbox one. Xbox they put one Katamari too. on Xbox? It might be, three sec- might be three sec- the most recent one um, was on Xbox. Hmm. Uh, as long And, you know, along with... Um, PlayStation 3 or 4, which is yeah. on 360 or I don't remember. I haven't played the recent ones. The original one's really funny. So if you don't know, you play this little dude who somehow has a weird cylindrical type head. It's, it's hard to describe. And you're rolling around a ball, which is called a catamari, and you just roll it around and you pick up everything uh, in these different environments. And the more that you pick up, the bigger your ball gets, which you can pick up more stuff. And on and on and on until like you're eventually picking up planets and stars and uh but the funniest thing is um <laughs> the the premise for this thing is so japanese so there's the king of all cosmos which is this really weird looking dude who also has a cylindrical head um yep. and he has like really tight um pants on 
but apparently he just w- he got drunk one night and just completely like took out the solar system. And so the thing is, is you're trying to go around and get these stars to put them back uh, where they're supposed to be because your father, the king of all cosmos, got drunk at a party and messed everything up. <laughs> so that's yep. basically what it boils down to. So. Uh, now I kind of want to play I, just because that sounds so ridiculously I, awesome. I, it's fun. It is really fun. Yeah. Uh, I want to, but, <laughs> but like... It's not. I. I'm not hooking up an old console for it. Like, right, just yeah. bring it. To, just bring it to PS4. Yeah, I mean, they should. They should totally do that. I mean, like they've had like different variations. I mean, there was even a, a portable one. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, but yeah, but the first one is the one that has that theme song that I'm going to be singing for the rest of the week. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> sorry. Um, I'll just have to just... go. So sorry. Go ahead. Well, let, to to change the subject slightly, can we yeah. just be like. Let's just gaze in awe at the fact that Mario is in the best strategy game uh, category with a freaking gun. Like, legit. Mario has a gun. I I said, you know, I was was talking to my husband about that, and I'm kind of surprised that Nintendo has done that um, because, you know, they've been sort of really careful about like, that's a real departure. Like, yeah. And, it's yeah. A real it's departure. a real departure for them to let yeah. Mario have a gun. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting to me, but anyhow, like you said, it's a different company <laughs> than it used to be. It's a different be, company. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, they're, they, and it's well, worth noting though, they didn't do it. Right. right. Ubisoft did it. And Ubisoft. so I think what's yeah. cool about this is if Ubisoft did it, this is not like Mario canon, right? Right, right. Like, so they can, if this is bad, they can just pretend like it never happened because it wasn't made by Nintendo's first party. Yeah. Um, But by all accounts, like, everyone is excited. Like, there is not, nobody, I mean, Regina was there when the thing got announced. Like, everybody in that room, in our war room, was like, uh, I'm buying this and uh, I'm buying a Switch so I can buy this. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And every podcast that I have listened to since then, no, nothing but even from like Nintendo skeptics have been like, nope, looks pretty rad, and I, <laughs> I'm buying it. I don't care. Um, don't care. So uh, speaking of that game, which is uh, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom right. Battle, um, the Polygon story has this awesome photo of Miyamoto and um, what's his name? Is Jake Solomon. The... Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Um, holding. <laughs> Like actual physical versions of these guns that you can yeah. see in the freaking. I want very desperately, to get very very desperately. Do I? I want one of those guns. <laughs> like I want someone on Etsy to make one of those guns so I can put it on my shelf. Yeah. Like those things are so cool. Yeah, I mean, you could probably. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say you could build one. Probably don't have the time. Before I had Anna, Isaac and I put together a portal gun um, that we just made. Uh, it didn't look perfect, obviously, but but you know it served as a nice Halloween prop. Um, yeah, but you and Isaac are like talented. I am not. <laughs> it was um, not as great as the uh, atom extractor from uh, Bioshock that he made for me the previous year, which was amazing because uh, I'm like I'm going to be a little sister. And he's like, and then I'm like, what, what, what could we do for that, for the thing that they, that they carry around, the little needle thing? 
And so we bought a bunch of different stuff. And then he had the brilliant idea to break up um, a bunch of those little um, uh, glow bracelet things. He actually cut them up, not just break them up, which was probably hazardous to our health. But he got red ones and he broke them up and we put them inside a little um, jelly jar and then hooked that onto the, the thing so that in the in the dark at the Halloween party it glowed, which was pretty cool. So Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yep, see, you guys are talented. And while my <laughs> wife is amazing, I think that might be a, t- a little bit beyond even her skill level. But I am, the good news is I'm sure there will be nerds selling them on Etsy. Yes, there will there be. They already are. Um, yes. I bet you Think Geek will actually have them for sale. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. Because Daddy must have it. Yeah. Daddy must have it. <laughs> um, so speaking of that game, um, Jake Solomon, who uh, has worked on XCOM 2, he's a creative director for XCOM 2, everybody expected them to be like, oh, they're just ripping off XCOM, like blah, blah, blah. But this guy's like, no, this is awesome. We are so <laughs> down with it. <laughs> Yeah, he's like. He said, "I mean, go ahead." Yeah, he said um, uh, during an interview in E3, he said he started getting all these tweets. So we went and watched the gameplay video, and he was like, uh, "You know, it said like at this point, Luigi has entered half cover," and he was like, "What world am I in? Like, this is wonderful." So, yeah, he's super cool with that. Um, Yeah, how about the fact that Mario has Overwatch, like? Right. Mario has, Mario has, they called it Hero Vision, but no, he has Overwatch. It's like, we were watching from our war room, and somebody's like, that's not Hero Vision, that's freaking Overwatch. And I was like, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I can't. This is, this is, I mean, clearly it's the surprise of the show, right? Like, nobody, yeah. nobody, exp- everybody knew the game was coming, but nobody knew what the hell they were talking about. And now, right. Like it's only it's um like a month and a half away or something like that, and I I just can't wait. This is just going to be such a cool time. The only downside is it comes out like two weeks after Final Fantasy twelve. So, oh, it's going to be rough for me. <laughs> so many games, so little time. Oh yeah, yeah I'm old. Yeah. Um. So other news: Bioware appears to be working on another Dragon Age. Woo! It's not really surprising. Surprising but... no one. <laughs> Yes. Um, So uh, the creative director was on the 1099 podcast and said, quote, unquote, something is happening with Dragon Age. So he didn't say a lot. He did say the Dragon Dragon Age team is currently hiring a lot of people. And then he made the joke that as creative director for the Dragon Age franchise, he hasn't been fired yet. So obviously he has things to work on. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still have a job, so there's still yes. a game. <laughs> yeah. So Duh. whether it will be like a direct sequel to Inquisition or, you know, whatever. I mean, the, the Dragon Age um, games have been interesting because they follow the same storyline in the same world, but the protagonist is different um, in each one, uh, which has been really interesting. I tried to play Inquisition, and I just... The thing is, is... um. Like the story, especially the the politics in the story in that game were really complicated. And so I hadn't played, you know, one or two for a long time, picked up Inquisition. I'm like, and they're referencing stuff that happened in the previous ones. And I'm like, I don't remember what this is all about. So I was like, well, I'm not going to play Inquisition until I have a chance to play through the other two, like, not subsequently, like one, two, three, and then do Inquisition. And I'm like, now I'm like, what, what was I thinking? I'm not going to be able to play Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age 2, and Dragon Age Inquisition in any 
reasonable amount of time. No, it's um, a lot. Yeah, but yeah. still, I but I love those games. Mm-hmm. I actually liked Origins better than Dragon Age 2. Origins was wonderful. The thing that I love about that game the most is sort of the banter that went on between your, uh, your, your party NPCs. mates while, yeah. while you're just running around. Hilarious. Origins one was so funny because you had um, Morrigan, who was the witch, and um, Alistair, who was the um, the Templar yeah. dude, and they didn't get along, and so it was hilarious. To They're listen fighting to with each other. They're fighting. Yeah, I remember yes. that. I played Origins. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. I really liked Dragon Age two. I yeah. know it's it's largely panned by the Dragon Age audience, but I like Dragon Age two. Because it was the first game that actually let me play as a healer, as the main character. Oh, um, okay. I tried playing it as not a healer, and it actually fundamentally changes the way you have to play that game because it's much more it passive. But yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and that dwarf of... with the crossbow is amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um but one of the things that is great about those Dragon Age games is, you know, just the sort of the minutia of how far down you can you can drill down to like all of your party members like yep. if if this happens they do this and if you I mean you can play it and you leave that stuff on auto and it still works and everything but you can really drill down and customize everything uh which is really awesome so yeah new dragon age would be cool um as long as I don't know I guess they're they're probably going to keep them all in the same world but I would like them to just start a new world so that I don't have to worry about remembering everything that's <laughs> happened in the previous games. That's what Wikipedia is for, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so this is something that we talked about a little bit last week because it was announced at E3. So Psyonix, the developers of Rocket League, say that the game will be cross-play between Xbox One and Nintendo Switch, but not the PS4. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, the VP of publishing there was talking to Engadget and said that basically Sony tells them not right now or it's something we'll consider. Um, but basically the argument that Sony has been giving them is that they don't want to expose children to the external influences of the other networks. And I'm like, really, Sony, come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. You've got so many children playing PS4, really, I'm sure. Way more than Nintendo Switch, anyhow. (laughs) Well, there probably are a lot. But to say that they're worried about Nintendo being a source of problems for children is real dumb. And also, like, unnecessarily antagonistic towards uh, Microsoft and Nintendo, especially considering... um, I don't know about you, but like I can play Street Fighter Five PC crossplay to PS4. So that means yeah. yeah, I can play with PC players. Um, you know what game those people play? Um, <laughs> they play League. Have you ever seen the yeah. League chat? It's toxic oh, yeah. as hell. So no, mm-hmm. sorry, Sony, yeah. that was stupid. The good news is no one on the internet has bought that crap because every yeah. podcast I have listened to that has talked about that has been like, no, really, guy, come on. Yeah. So, come on. Just yeah. don't want to do it because you don't want to do it. They don't have yeah. to. They lead the market share. Xbox One plus the Nintendo Switch is not even close to the install base for the PS4. They don't need them. Yeah. It's not helping them at all. Um. So, I'm fine with them just saying, nah, bro. It's not our business. But 
Don't blame Nintendo for being the source of like predators. Come on, come on. They still got to do friend. I still have to do friend codes. I'm editing my Twitter profile tonight to put my friend code on, oh. so that people can friend me on um the on the Switch. And you're worried about? Come on, just shut up. Yes. Yeah, it's funny. The other thing um that they brought up, which we talked about too, is not just Rocket League, but Minecraft having. Crossplay, and that's what Sony brought up as yeah. that there's their reason for not doing this. This is their children demographics, people who play Minecraft, and so I'm like, but you have the opportunity with Minecraft there too. Like seriously, anyhow, yeah, Sony. yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Sony's but how weird is it because of that crossplay thing? You're going to be able to play a Mario themed Minecraft level on your Xbox One X. Yep. Pretty cool. Yeah. What world? Speaking of what world am I in? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Sony, I, I don't know. I mean, like you said, they don't need it. But at the same time, um, they may not always be on top. And so it wouldn't hurt them to like sort of make a gesture of goodwill so that they don't get screwed in the future. Um, but that's just me talking. My husband works for Microsoft. There's my uh, disclaimer. So, right. If you if you don't want to believe my Sony bashing, by all means, don't believe it. <laughs> I'll bash them plenty because okay. I <laughs> I met your husband once. Sony has every right to make this decision. I support their decision. In fact, don't use this stupid excuse. It's right. just stupid. It's lazy messaging. They yeah. knew when they decide when they said no to Psionics, which you know at some point they said no to Psionics. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. They said no. Their PR people knew straight up at that moment that they were going to get asked. They should have had a boilerplate answer mm -hmm. written the next day. They should have locked 50 people in a room to figure it out. That's yeah. It. Should, th this is not hard. And the answer could very well have been, um, there's no reason for us to do this. Uh, our players have enough people to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do cross with PC and PlayStation 4. Like, they don't... I. That's it. That's all they need to yeah. say. And then they wouldn't have pissed off Phil Spencer. Because he was he was a little mad if you read some of the quotes from him last week. Yeah. You don't make, you don't make Phil Spencer mad. He'll drop a halo <laughs> on you. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. That's the news that I have. Did you guys have something? I else do. That you want to... I, I, that's what I thought. Go ahead, Stephen. <laughs> what? what? Well, no, I mean, we've got plenty of time, so I'm actually very happy that Stephen has news to add this week. So, um, the, so let me, um, let me get some of this out. So, um, the big, th this is not a huge announcement, but it's one that I want to mention, and that is, I uh, it's not even gaming related, but LeVar Burton has a podcast now. Okay. No, wait. No, this is important. LeVar Burton, the dude from Reading Rainbow, okay. he, it's called LeVar Burton Reads, mm -hmm. and it is literally okay. a once-a-week podcast where he reads short fiction, and trust me, folks, you need this in your life, because it's LeVar it Burton's actually, voice. Okay. That, that yeah. sounds cool. Um, yeah. No, um, there's only, like, four episodes out there. Just go get them. Um, you need this in your life. Um, 
So I and because LeVar Burton, man. Yeah, it's so very, there's it's supposed that. to be very relaxing. Like the whole thing yeah. is like to like. Is it like regular? Uh, like is it kids stuff or is it sort of regular? Oh no, 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 no. this it's is for like adults. Sci-fi. Yeah. Oh yeah. okay, okay, cool, cool, awesome. Um, I'm looking through my other stuff. Bear with me. I was not expecting. I mean, the reality is it has been a slow couple of weeks. Yeah, because um, the E3, so, uh, the E3 rushes. Yeah, over. Is it over, was the big so. like surge for E3, and then everything went. Yeah, I mean, it is still Mellow the Steam today. Summer Sale, so I think we should all yeah. encourage everybody that if you play Steam games, you need to go look at this stuff. Um, yeah, but really, or don't so, if you don't want to buy a ton of stuff because like so much stuff is like sixty to ninety percent off right now. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. How about this? Um, uh. Shadow of Mor uh, Shadow of Mordor is three dollars on PC right now for the Game of the Year edition. Wow! Yeah, three they're ridiculous. The sales just ridiculous. Dollars. It's like, oh, you want to go out and play in the sun? No, we're gonna nope. put every Steam we'll game on sale <laughs> so you stay inside we'll all summer. Um, so, other somewhat minor minor announcements. Um, the Final Fantasy 15 free-to-play mobile game literally just came out because mm-hmm. I just got my text message from pre- uh, pre-registering, so there's that. Um, <laughs> and the um, and how about this? I don't know if you saw this, Regina. Um, Hasbro and Nintendo are collaborating on a new version of Monopoly. Monopoly, yep. That has expansion packs. Yep, I saw that. Wow. Expansion? How does that work? How does an expansion pack for Monopoly work? I'm wondering if it's like um, changes the board somehow. Like you know, because sometimes you can take boards and you can put pieces over them to play a different version, so you could change a neighborhood right, right. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I hate Monopoly, so it's really hard for me to be like, yay. <laughs> no. Uh, so here's the thing. The all right. So here's how this particular Monopoly version works. It's called the Monopoly Gamer Edition. Okay. Um, which is weird. Just anyway. <laughs> um, so there, the game comes with four figures, Mario, Donkey Kong, Yoshi, and Princess Peach. Right. Okay. Each of them have their own powers. Um, powers. So each of them powers have their own powers. Monop- okay. Yeah. They have powers. There okay. are levels. There are boss fights. Like they, they're like fundamentally changing the game. So it's um, like an RPG, not a. A little bit more of an RPG, yes. Um, and the expansions are you're buying other characters like Rosalina, King Boo, um, oh. Tanuki Suit Mario, and each of them have their own powers. I so see. basically, this is one of those games that you're going to be able to buy, and it's kind of modular. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that. Wow. That's super it's duper. I, I think so. Weird. This is my thing. I am not a huge Monopoly fan in and of itself. Nope. Nope. But Monopoly at awful. some point, if you change enough of the rules, <laughs> it just becomes just a different game. Yeah, that's like, and that's exactly what this sounds like. It doesn't sound like Monopoly. It sounds anymore. like it's Monopoly with the name on it because that way you get to put it on the shelf next to Monopoly. Right. But right. If, yeah. It, and people who don't know different... will pick it up because it says Monopoly. And and yes. maybe it'll be better. Maybe like the reality be. is, at the end of the day, um, like at the end of the day, and I say this all the time when I talk about board games, right? Like at the end of the day, 
your board game is just a pile of crap in a box. <laughs> right? What makes the game <laughs> the game is the way that you use it. Right. Yeah. So if so if they take the normal um if you take the normal like monopoly board and then you add in all this stuff, then eventually it's just a roll and move game that happens to take place on a monopoly board. Right. And I think I'm okay with that. Um and yeah. the figs are cute. Um it gives it more the figs are, potential. Yeah. It gives it more yeah. potential than I'm always thinking for Mono- branded Nintendo Monopoly. Well, they have that before. I own yeah. Mario Monopoly with like little metal figs and whatever. Like I have it. Somebody bought it for me. I put it in a closet. It's still in the shrink. I'm never going to play it. I'm never you just it's neat to own. Right. Because it's got a thing with Mario on it. Um, but you know what? I'll be honest. I play Lord of the Rings Monopoly. Have I ever told you about my Lord of the Rings Monopoly set, Regina? No. Um, so. Lord of the Rings Monopoly is different because it has the ring. And what happens is you put the ring on the first property, and then there's the two dice. And one of the dice has the Eye of Sauron on it. And every time the Eye of Sauron comes up, you move the ring. The last piece is Mount Doom. As soon as the ring gets to Mount Doom, game is over, count up your stuff. Let me tell you, um, when you can't just play until it, right. like, no one ever gets, a, it's it's Monopoly without player elimination. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and that's what I always hated. Like, that's why I hate Monopoly is it drags. There's no goal to it other than to be mean to everybody. And it right. ends up in a fight, like, no matter what. The last time I think I, I actually played it with, like, my board game group, I think was in the first year we were all getting together and we swore we were never going to play it again. Because people were so mad, you know, and hurt or whatever, like, seriously, (laughs) but hurt about getting pushed out of it. And, you know, Stevens, you know, met me and hung out with me. I have a bit of a competitive streak. And so I just slaughtered people. And it's just what you do in Monopoly. You just, it's just mean. Like, that's all the, the, you know, the mechanics aren't set up for anything other than to be mean. So something that did have a, a definitive end, I could see. Kind oh, of yeah, moving it along a little nicer because if it's just put, kill, b- destroy yeah. everybody, it's not cool. The um, <laughs> yeah. taking advantage of other people, mm-hmm. right? Like, which is what a lot of the trades are: is taking advantage of someone else's right. weakened position. Right. There's no time for that. There's right. no time because you need to develop that. You right. need to like cultivate that yes. over turns. There's a lot of mental stuff. You need to make people think you're being their friend and you're helping them when you're really destroying them. Yes. Not that I have any so, experience in doing that whatsoever. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but this game there's no time for that crap. Right. You, you there you just are have games to gather. where Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the game is a half hour or so. So it's a lot of like yeah. I buy a property and I immediately mortgage it so I have enough money to buy another property on my next turn. Like it's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Hmm. So it's um so it is actually different. I'll play that. Because <laughs> they're right because Eventually, if you change right. certain rules, it's a different game. And Monopoly without player elimination and with a definitive short time limit is just a roll and move game that's kind of, you know, whatever. But it's simple enough that I was able to play with, like, my mom, who doesn't particularly care for heavy games. So this probably feels like it's going in the opposite direction. Like, they're replacing it with, like, more gamey stuff. Right. Like, mm-hmm. boss fights and coins that you can spend on upgrades and stuff like that. But they're moving it, like, farther and farther into my wheelhouse and turning Monopoly into, like, a Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. I'm fine with that. Um, so, for sake of information, um, there are videos on the internet from Hasbro about what the... Um, you know, how the game will played. 
Uh, the game itself is going to come out in August with a release with a price point of twenty nine ninety nine, which is a little pricey for a Mario game, but not like literally the or for a Monopoly game, but right. not the worst for a no. special edition. Uh, the Pokemon version uh, is fifty dollars, so yeah. a thirty dollar one is not. That's a very healthy price point, um, and it comes with Mario, Peach, Donkey Kong, and Yoshi. The additional characters that will be available in power packs um, will be two ninety nine each, and you can get Toad, Luigi, Rosalina, uh, the Tanuki Suit Mario, Fire Flower Mario, Diddy Kong, Wario, and King Boo. Um, cool. And this is virtually infinitely expandable if they just decide to add Nintendo characters to it. So, right, yeah. um, I'm in 100%. I'm going to buy it. Cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, um, there. Did I give you, yes. uh, did I did I pad out our numbers a little bit? <laughs> yes. Well, as soon as you popped up with, like, non-gaming related stuff, all I was like Oh, you forgot. Say, I didn't forget. You didn't. I was, you were saving I was, it? I was trying to hold back. We are less than 20 days away from the premiere of Game, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Getting very excited. So actually, not next week, but the following week, our episode will be completely about Game of Thrones. Steven, have you done your homework yet? No. But <laughs> no. I've been recovering from E3. You got to give okay. me a long recovery. I... <laughs> it is. Well, well, I'm st- no, I'm not. I'm not curtail. I'm not saying it's a long recovery for you. I'm still recovering from E3, too. So I'm saying it say, is a long I was recovery. about to say, I'm still getting uh, writing from my writers. Um, still. So um, that has been part of my recovery is publishing all of our stuff. So I'm recovering. I'm okay. recovering. I'm trying to all not right. be snarky about it. But... <laughs> So, um, yeah. Uh, no, I will do my homework before then. What's my homework again? I have to watch. I have to have read to... the thing from Samuel L. Jackson, and then I have to watch. No, it's the... a watch. Yeah, it's watch. a watch. Yeah. It's like a five-minute yeah. video. Yeah. I need to watch the thing from Samuel L. Jackson. And yeah, then I need to watch the up. final episode of last season. Is that what I have to do? The two final the episodes. last two, yeah. Yeah. And I'm only saying the episode nine because there's a huge battle in it that I think that you will enjoy watching, Stephen. probably That's why I... Recommend you would not steer me wrong. You're not. It's not like <laughs> well, unless she's picking like... a game for you to play for. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> for extra life. Extra life. Okay. No, <laughs> that's not. That wasn't steering me wrong. That was punishing me. Yeah, was she awesome. taught me a lesson. <laughs> awesome. um, and here's what she taught me: awesome. that, that she's a jerk. And she's the that's boss. That <laughs> she is the boss. Oh. Yeah, that she's a yeah. jerk. You know, uh, John still mentions that. Um, he brought it up. Regina was there. He brought it up. That stupid Star Stables game, because he was there and he didn't have to play it, but he was there with me while I was playing it. Oh right. He was like, "Man, Nicole is such." He's like, "I'm glad she's not here because I wouldn't be able to talk to her after what she did to you." <laughs> <laughs> I warned you. I warned you. I mean, not only making the bet, like, the bet is one thing, but, like, when you came out with that, you get to pick the game, I was like, well, are you yeah. sure? Did I did that? I tell that? I can't remember if I told this story. So my college roommate and I used to play a, a quarter-long game of Uno. So we'd just play one, like, continuous game of Uno until the end yeah. of the term. And every quarter we made a different bet. And so, and it was her idea to bet. It wasn't my idea to bet. It was her idea to bet. And so the first year, the first quarter, we bet whoever lost had to scrub out the shower. 
And she was ahead for like the last three weeks or so of the the quarter. And then I came from behind and I just trounced her and she ended up having to clean out the shower. We never had a bet like that again. It was never anything with any kind of stakes that involved scrubbing anything in the house. It was always like a pack of beer or something like that after. Like, she's like, no. I'm like, well, come on. What about the kitchen? We'll do the kitchen next time. She's like, no. (laughs) With that that said, number one, I did not know Nicole was was made of evil. She's awesome. My kind also, of I should have specified no online games is what I should have specified because the only problem with it was not that it was a bad game mechanically. I mean, it was, but that wasn't the real problem. The real problem is that it was a game where I was, I basically felt like a criminal while I was playing it. <laughs> if she like made me play like Wizard 101 or something, at least that was like kind of gender agnostic. You know what I mean? You know, I don't, Wizard 101 is awesome. <laughs> that game for a long time i love wizard 101 i'm just saying (laughs) you know what i mean yes because the issue with star stable is i am an old fat guy and that like i am literally like to catch like you were gonna have i was i i was contemplating having you write me a letter just so i could have it in (laughs) case like someone from my local police department came to find out what i was doing so i could be like nope i lost a bet And here, call Nicole. She'll confirm you don't need to put me in jail. Because that was half of, that was a big bulk of my issue. I mean, it doesn't hurt that the game was mechanically terrible, but whatever. Yeah. Hashtag shout out to Star Stable. Um, their people, are, they have some diehard fans, man. And many they of do. them have Facebook pages, which means that they at least have to be smart enough to lie that they're over 13. Right. I'm pretty yes. sure they're... Adults that yeah. play that game. There are crazy fans because, like, like I said, we didn't get comments on very many things at Pixelkin. My lukewarm review of Star Stable, you know, just I was like five or six completely like really negative, like totally attacking me comments. And like of all the things that I write about, Star Stable is the thing that yeah. gets the people wild up. I was like, really. Really? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even bad. I was just like, this is a not for me. I'm like, you know, if you're pre if you've got a preteen girl who likes horses, she'll probably like the game, you know? So anyhow. And then all the yeah. grown men were like, Man, this is for all genders. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. Shut up. It's creepy as hell, okay? Creepy. All right. Oh, okay. Well, let's move into what we're playing. I'll get started because I haven't been playing much of anything. There's been a lot going on. We had absolutely beautiful weather here in Seattle over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Nice and warm and sunny. Uh, we Isaac had bought um, a couple weeks ago an inflatable kiddie pool um, for Anna, which we set up in our front yard. But the thing that's awesome about this, you know, quote unquote kiddie pool is that it has seats in like three of the corners. Yeah. So it's completely acceptable for adults to just sit there and hang out, which is what my husband and I did while Anna played around. Um, so that was like most of Saturday and Sunday. That's the I best. also went to go see Wonder Woman for the fourth time on Sunday. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, you know, I've actually been contemplating a fifth time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do between the time when it is no longer in the theaters and before it is Comes released on, yeah. on TV. Oh, man. <laughs> You're going to have to get one of those streaming boxes. So um, I am going to see it. I'm going to see several movies this weekend. 
I can't wait. Cool. One of them being Wonder Woman. So I'm, I'm, nice. I can't wait. It's already cool. been spoiled for me. So yeah, yeah, I'm it's still podcasts. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not yeah. worried. I listened to the what good, what's good games podcast, and they uh, oh. they spoiled it a little bit harder than I thought they were going to when they put out the spoiler mm-hmm. warning. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's still awesome though. Um, yeah, but what yeah, I did worried. play, I did play uh, my standards Hearthstone. Uh, it's funny the season for Hearthstone is ending soon. It will yep. be the last day of the season. When this goes live, so uh, I was a really low rank doing my priest deck, so I'm like, screw this, I want to try to get a higher rank this time. So I built, like, I didn't look this up online at all, I built, like, a crazy aggro hunter deck with the scavenging hyena in it, because I had been seeing that pop up a lot, with, and I would get slaughtered by it, so I just did that. And I went from rank 18 to rank 14 on a win streak with that deck. So I'm like, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm just... I'm going to keep playing that. I mean, I already have a gold hunter, so I'm not, like, super motivated to keep playing hunter, but I wanted to get a good rank, and that, that deck is doing it for me. Um, and then also been playing more Cooking Dash and played a little bit more Mass Effect Andromeda uh, this morning, or actually right before we started report, uh, recording this podcast. I couldn't save because I'm in the middle of a story mission thing and it's getting to be the end so it wouldn't let me save so it's still on still on downstairs in our rec room hopefully the xbox doesn't need to update and reset or something else could go wrong um dog jump on the controller or something like that um but yeah so that's it Uh, i'm still kind of like eh, on andromeda i just i don't know it's I, i think that the story still has not grabbed me quite yet um and it's um i don't know it seems really uh and we'll see once the once the sort of galaxy opens up where i can fly around and stuff but it seems kind of really um derivative of the other mass effects where i was expecting you know some of the same stuff but you know it's a brand new one it's not in that trilogy so they should have could have changed it up at least a little bit but one thing that is driving me nuts and drove me nuts in the very first mass effect as well is that you have to drive the stupid land rover thing around on the alien planets and i am not good at driving games at all Mm. and having to drive the stupid thing around just makes me mad i'm like really why this has like nothing seriously to do with the gameplay there's nothing about a space rpg that should require you to drive a land rover around so but anyhow (laughs) that's why not that was was really i was getting so angry when I was playing, I'm like, I'm gonna, I have like an hour and a half to play. I'm going to spend all this time driving the stupid thing around because I can't, you know, get it to drive in a straight line without going over rocks. Like, I'm terrible at driving games. People can totally, you know, except for Mario Kart. Mario Kart's the only driving well, game. Well, you're that, supposed to be that's not really, bad at Mario yeah, Kart. That's, that's not really a driving game. Um, yeah. But, I mean. um, but yeah. Okay. So that's, <laughs> that's me. Um, Regina, what have you been playing? Uh, I actually don't have that much uh, gaming to report, um, mostly because I do have an announcement, which I haven't shared anywhere else publicly yet, so... Yeah, <laughs> 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 Steven's face. Um, I believe that I have finished my book. Oh, um, So I'm in the process Whoa. right now. I know it's, it's a pretty big deal, actually. <laughs> Um, in the process, I wrote it. Um, I wrote it in chapters so that I could kind of right. craft it after I got kind of the chapters written. So I didn't write them in any kind of 
chronological order or in any order whatsoever. And so I'm going through the tedious process now of trying to actually make a book out of a bunch of different pieces mm -hmm. of a puzzle that I can't see the whole picture of right now. So um, I've been doing a lot of kind of messing around with, and I have a friend who just told me, I have a program for writers called Scrivener that's supposed to help you oh, with. Do you know Scrivener? Scrivener. Yeah. And, Scrivener. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Scrivener has so many things, so many features that you never knew that you actually that you needed. Want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's that's what my that's what my other writer friend said. And I'm, I'm buying like, it soon. Yeah, it's yeah. it's supposed to be really good. I bought it a couple of months ago. I found a sale. It's and, cheap. Too. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, forty bucks. Yeah. 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 And um I really I I just looked at the interface and I got kind of overwhelmed and at the point I didn't need it for what I need it for now, but I need something that's right. gonna give me the flexibility to have pieces that I can move around because trying to do it in word is oh, making God, me yeah. want to stab myself in the eye and I don't want to feel that way finishing my book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, Scrivener, it was funny because um I down they have like a thirty day trial or mm -hmm. something that I downloaded. Someone told me about it. But during that time, I started, they have a really sort of extensive in-depth uh, video tutorial um, that you can watch about how to use it. And I remember sitting there watching this thing being like, wow, it does that. Wow, it does that too. Oh my God, it does that. <laughs> I, just, I was like, I had just downloaded the free trial and I'm pinging my husband like, no, 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 free trial. I, I'm buying this thing right, right now. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah so highly I'm, recommended. Yeah. So that's my next move is to get myself a little bit more familiar with Scrivener so I can piece it together and actually have the manuscript ready to at least be, um, I guess, alpha read really, because it's only been read by one person up until now. So yeah. Yeah. That yeah. reminds me too. I, I put a, a goal for to have my second draft finished by the end of this month. So mm -hmm. I got a little bit of stuff to do yeah so thanks for reminding oh, me oh there you go <laughs> right right, yeah, right you have literally two days yeah i don't have a lot to do there were just a couple of chapter things that i needed to add in i've done all the editing of everything that's already been written so um i can totally do this i'll have it done so, <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome regina thank you. congratulations thanks thanks um steven what have you been playing um i restarted um Shadow of Mordor, because I desperately wanted to murder orcs, and um, also because there's a PlayStation sale, so I I may have spent more money than I wanted to, but I was happy because I bought Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition and also The Witcher Three. Mm -hmm. Then I decided promptly to play the shorter game, which I did, <laughs> um, and um, I am I, I'm I, I think I'm like five hours in, but I'm I, I'm already back in the habit of exactly what you want that game if you have not played shadow of war yet assuming you are okay with action style games that a totally crap on the entire tolkien narrative because this is legit fan fiction it is not <laughs> canon at all um if you're fine with that um and you want just to have something where there's always stuff to do um this is the game and it is so good so good um, and so I did it mainly because I wanted to get ready for Shadow of War, because mm -hmm. Shadow of War, everything I saw at E3, it looks like it took everything that I really liked about the first one and took it to 11. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I did not start um, uh, The Witcher 3 yet, and I'm probably, that's a game I might never play. I might have bought it and I, I was, might just never play with it. But I was just going to say, you think you're ever going to start that? Um. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> probably eventually. <laughs> 
But I'm getting better at (laughs) finishing games recently. That's what I said about Fallout 4. That's what I said about Fallout 4 when it came out. And it's been, what, a year and a half now? Still haven't gotten around to it. Although, if Mass Effect Andromeda doesn't start grabbing me here pretty soon, I'm going to abandon that uh, and start playing Fallout 4. Anyhow. All right. So, nothing else then, Steven? No, pretty much. I mean, I started Monument Valley 2 on my phone, which is beautiful. Oh, um, yeah. I almost forgot that that was out. So, yeah. Um, it's really good. And everything I understand is that it's very sad. Um, so... Um, for an abstract mobile game to be very sad, uh, Mike Renetta of uh, the Idea Channel um, is um, he said that he cried at the end. So, oh. wow, wow, yeah, I cried at, at um, Journey. That was a very abstract oh, game. Too. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, but anyhow, all right, cool. Yeah, thanks for reminding me about Monument Valley. I'll have to download that. Um, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Regina is author of the, now I just about finished, <laughs> forthcoming book, Mothering the Game, and is also from the Geek Embassy. Anything else you want to talk about, Regina? Uh, just make sure to go out and check out the Geek Embassy plays. Um, we are continuing our Pathfinder journey. Um, we just had a goblin battle. If you didn't listen to that episode, you should, because it was pretty hilarious. Um, and lots of battling of, of <laughs> bad guys. And Well, I if you haven't seen any of the episodes, the author... My friend Evan, who is our DM, um, is an author, like a novelist, and uh-huh. he is also an actor. So he does all the voices of all the characters. And so in the <laughs> goblin battle, he does the voices of all the goblins. And it is, it's really just, we were all cracking up as we were watching because it was really funny. And he had names for all of them, which he didn't end up sharing. But anyway, you have to check that out. <laughs> it's, it's definitely the best episode we've had so far. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, so Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming, still writing E3 content, apparently, but what else is going on, Steven? E3 stuff will be done by this the end of this week with no okay. exceptions, because if it's not done this week, then we're just not doing it, period, the end, because okay. um, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> so um, that's what it is. Um, uh, we are just continuing the normal stuff. Our podcast is growing. Um, you know, we still have our giveaway going. It is going very, very strong. So um, just like the like us on our various social channels because things are going to get really busy towards the end of the summer. So if you like what we do and you just want more of it, just like those channels and just wait. <laughs> cool. Because it'll, it'll get crazy. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. <laughs> <laughs>